0: We are powered by the Illinois State Bar Association and uh, I got Ray Kaplan on the line from financialrelief.com and Ray Kaplan has this been the busiest week of your life?
1: Yeah, this has definitely been a very, very busy week. A good week, but a busy week for sure.
0: Right, and we got a lot of questions to get to. 312-981-7200. If you have any questions about the student loans you have, your kids have, your grandkids have, if you're confused about what's covered or not, we'll try and get as many answers as we can, although it's still a changing situation. And let's jump right in. we got Craig from Buffalo Grove. Good afternoon, Craig. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, for sure. And I think you have the same question I was going to ask Ray first. So why don't you fire away, Craig?
2: Well, first of all, I, I have, uh, you know, two college loans, three college loans that I was able to navigate and pay back. And I don't mind the, uh, the proposal from the executive branch, but I had heard that the executive branch may not have the authority to do this, that the Congress may be the only authority to do this. So I was curious about that because we have one other college loan that we still have a small uh,
0: open balance. It's a great question, Craig. We're going to put you on hold so you can listen to Ray's answer. And Ray, I know you're not necessarily a constitutional scholar, but this really does raise questions about what the executive branch has power to do. What have you heard from the Biden administration that they say, yes, this is our right to do this?
1: Yeah, this is a really interesting constitutional question. And we've been wondering this ourselves because it, for my practice, I can say that it's in, of interest to me because I want to make sure that there's not there are not going to be legal challenges that will end up reversing this or doing something that would, you know, kind of change course for you know many of my clients and millions of people throughout the country. So the Biden administration is tying its authority to cancel the student debt to the coronavirus pandemic and a 2003 law aimed at providing help to members of the military um, I do think that we can probably expect some legal challenges, but I think that's going to depend probably on midterm elections. But um, uh, they're saying that they're, Biden administration's critics are saying without new legislation... Um, because even Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi once argued right. that Biden didn't have the authority to do this, but there was a legal opinion that was released, and the Justice Department said that the Heroes Act of 2003 gives the administration sweeping authority to reduce or eliminate student debt during a national emergency. So they're basically tying it to the pandemic, as you know, all the relief um, for student loans has been tied to the pandemic. And that's what they're really relying on, which might actually skirt or avoid um, challenges to this this forgiveness um, that the Biden administration is doing, which is probably good news for borrowers that are really relying on it.
0: Right. Maybe because one could argue in court that we're on, hopefully, the tail end of an emergency. If it was truly an emergency, why didn't you do it on day one of the COVID, right? You know, right? I, I'm, I'm not saying my opinion. I'm right. just suggesting perhaps what other people could say. It, and it does set an interesting precedent, right? Even if you are gung-ho about this decision, you know, this does maybe give the executive branch more powers than you might be comfortable with in the future. Anyways, all things to consider, uh, but Ray Kaplan, I can't even imagine what would happen if students were given the forgiveness. Like, who wants to challenge this? Like, from a political standpoint, like who's exactly. the harmed party that's going to then say, "I disagree with this so much, I'm going to give people back debt." That's not a politically advantageous position to take.
1: I agree. Although, you know, I am interested to see how popular this decision is. I mean, we know it's popular on some levels, but I have to say we've been hearing a lot that it's actually unpopular amongst certain circles, too, just because right. people feel that it's unfair. So, right. I, you know, but I think you can make that argument with pretty much every policy initiative. There's going to be somebody who thinks it's unfair. Right. So.
0: I will just say, and there's there's really great arguments against and for this, Um but we all pay for something out of our taxes that we don't like and have since the beginning of time. But that's right. how the system works, right? Like we don't—they don't ask me where I want each dollar of my taxes to go. I'm not saying that it's—I'm exactly. not saying it's but, wrong. To, that, that we can still debate it. It's a great debate to have. But at the end of the day, we're never going to satisfy everybody about what their where their taxes are going.
1: Right, and I think really what's bothering people is more of the overall moral question. Is this a good idea in general? Is this a good precedent to set? Do we want to start? Because people are saying that there might be an unintended consequence here in that universities might start charging. They they charge more pretty much every year in tuition. Tuition has gone up almost every year across the board for universities. And what the criticism here is that if we start to give the idea that, oh, don't worry about what tuition is because, wink, wink, it's probably going to be forgiven, yeah. then there's an incentive for universities to just charge as much as they want, even more so than they already do because there's probably going to be another forgiveness program.
0: Right, or, or, or you might have students who maybe have been, as we've kind of lifted the veil on how expensive college is and warned students of it more so than we did 10 or 15 years ago, Maybe now there's this, well, yeah, it is expensive, but this happened once. I I bet it will happen again. I'm going to take this, go for this degree that costs more. I mean, there, there's huge ramifications and things that we could talk for forever on this. And everyone's right. opinion is valid on this. Like, and There's people that have paid off this debt, and they say, that's not fair for me. That's an entirely valid opinion to have and thought to have. Uh, and anyone who's shouting down each other saying you're wrong on this I think that is is missing a chance to have some actual discourse on this all right we got to get to some actual questions right okay okay these are actual questions I just mean like about the student loans themselves so let's go to and Craig thank you for the phone call I appreciate it let's go to Allie hey Allie how are you
2: hey I'm great how are you doing today I'm
0: doing good you sound like you're having a sunny day
2: oh I'm Okay, uh, I have a new puppy, so it's, I've got energy, yeah. and, you know.
0: I love it, <laughs> Allie, I love it. it. What's your question yeah. for Ray here on the Sunday?
2: Okay, I have a question. Um, my daughter, she, were, we were, well, we live in Northwest Indiana, and my daughter went to Paul Mitchell School in Chicago, which is a credited school, and it was like 25000 for the year. Oh, wow. And I took um, a parent loan out, and it's paid off. She has not been able to pay her portion of it off yet. And um, with pandemic, and you know, in that industry, it shut uh-huh. down for like a couple of years. Because for
0: people that good. don't know, Paul Mitchell's is a cosmetology, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, right. And she so, but it is a credited school. Oh, for sure. You know, so does that. Does she fall in the assistance program, please?
0: Interesting. Ray, good question.
1: Good question. Um so the two main things you want to look at are whether or not she is really gonna fall within the um the income range. So that's the big thing. If she's single and she makes under hundred and twenty five thousand a year, or if she's married and they make under two hundred and fifty thousand a year and she has direct loans, then she will qualify for $10,000 in forgiveness from the balance of her loan.
0: Direct federal federal loans, right?
1: Direct federal loans. Or if she received a Pell Grant, then she will receive $20,000 in forgiveness. There's also an interesting point um, in that when she went to school, if she was considered by the Department of Education to be a dependent, then they would look at the parents income to determine her eligibility for forgiveness in that circumstance. So we're kind of still waiting to see how this is all going to be ironed out exactly. That's a little bit of a a question mark there, because the the Department of Ed considers students to be a dependent all the way up until the age of 24, unless they've been legally emancipated.
0: So, Ray, I think what Allie might ask, too, so an accredited cosmetology school, if it's a federal loan to go to that, that that counts. That counts, absolutely. It's not just academic loans like that we think of a tradition, quote-unquote, traditional academic college.
1: No, any <laughs> school, Yeah, any school will qualify as long as it's a federal loan. That's all you have to worry about.
0: All right, Allie. If you have any more questions. Hello. Yeah, well, you sound happy. Just make sure you double-check <laughs> yeah. everything. Make sure it's a federal loan and all that, and you can always yes. uh, reach out to Ray. Ray, how, what's the best way for people to reach you, by the way?
1: Um, our... Website is financialrelief.com or give us a call 312 294 8989.
0: I love the way, I think it was John Williams, Ray, who said. 312 Chicago zip code 294 the tri-state 8989 that's double dip that's he so he's the one that said that I think
1: I know that's so catchy I love that
0: I want to steal that from John Williams anyways <laughs> he's the one that came up with it Ray I'm going to put you on hold we got questions coming in on the text line let's get yours on the phone line too. 312 7200 is our number after this on let's get legal Ray we're going to try and get to as many of these questions as we can okay Sure, and I'm glad we're on Sunday because I'm I, I get arrested if I have you on more than twice a week. So this is a brand new <laughs> week, so then we get a fresh start. All right, let's go to Beth. Beth, you're on WGN. Hey, Beth. Hi.
2: Um, I had a question. I have a parent plus. I have parent plus loans, and I've been told I need to consolidate them into a direct loan. But then I also read that if you have a new loan, a direct loan, your payment count starts back at one. Huh. So my 120 payments are null and void then?
1: Okay, this is a very good question, and I will preface this answer by saying federal student loans and student loans law is a very complicated um, area. Oh, no, you don't say. <laughs> because of the way that the federal statute, number one, is, is written and just the number of different types of federal student loans that there are. So federal parent plus loans are federal student loans. And Beth, are you employed full time in the public sector right now? Yes. Okay. And so you're on tr- your loans are fell loans currently, and you want to do a federal consolidation. Is that right? Correct? Correct. Okay. If you have fell loans, that's F-F-E-L, that's the Federal, federal Family oh. Education Loan, that is a oh. loan program that's essentially a dead program. If you are going to try to get your loans forgiven under the Biden administration PSLF waiver, you do want to do the federal consolidation to turn your fell loans into a direct federal loan and then apply under the waiver, which expires October 31st, 2022. The consolidation itself will take a couple, maybe a month, maybe a month and a half to get through, and then your loans will be transferred to Mohila, who is the servicer that has a contract with the Department of Education to oversee all public sector loan forgiveness applications, including under this waiver. So if you get the waiver, does that
0: mean you don't have to start back at zero?
1: Exactly. So that means that your fear, which is normally... The the right fear to have is that consolidating would reset the clock. But in your case, because you're proceeding under this Biden administration executive order, it's the right thing to do. But if you just want to be on the safe side and have us take a look before you actually do anything, I think that's probably okay. the right way to go. Does that
0: make sense, Beth? Okay. Yeah, I already uh, submitted that application, so about a month ago. Okay, good. And because you got to go so, quick here. But I would call Ray yeah. just to follow okay. up with all that stuff. Okay, Beth? Will do. Thanks right, a lot. For sure. All right. Uh, I had a question on the text line seven seven three. I have a parent plus loan for three of my children. I hope it's ten k for each child for a total of thirty k. Is that nope? No? <laughs> no.
1: It's going to be ten thousand. Or if that parent plus borrower received a Pell grant when they went to school, then it's going to be twenty thousand dollars off the loan balance. But it's ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand. That's it. Not, not not per kid. Not per kid, just if your balance is $50,000, you are either going to get $10,000 off or 20000
0: Oh, I'm sorry, 773. Uh, <laughs> way to bring it down, Ray. Uh No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl.
3: Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Reason why I'm calling, I hate to admit on the phone I'm a 72-year-old woman. I have nine grand left in student
0: loans. You don't. Hold. First of all, Cheryl, I'm going to stop you. You shouldn't be ashamed of anything. You shouldn't be embarrassed. Seriously, seriously. There's a lot of shame and embarrassment that comes with this stuff. And Ray, I know I speak for you when I say there's no point in being ashamed or embarrassed about anything like this.
1: Oh, that's Thank absolutely so true. I mean, especially with the the way the loan system no. is, it's it's more normal than not to have yeah. loans into your 70s. So please don't worry about that. All
0: right. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Cheryl. Okay. You keep going.
1: No, that's fine. I've been in health
3: care for the last 20-some years. Awesome. Uh, it's the fact of my... I'm still working full-time. My salary is under the one twenty five of uh, Mark from uh President Biden but I was told to start to take social security cuz I was 72 ah, so so that that's pushing me over the amount
0: the income and I want to know
3: what
1: Yeah, so I want to know okay. what she what she thinks about that.
0: Go ahead. Right, Ray. so they
1: they're going to be looking at your income during the pandemic. So 2020 or 2021? So if um, they're also going to be rolling out an application to qualify for the forgiveness, and that's supposed to be by the end of October is what we're hearing from the Department of Education. So once they do release that, and we can certainly help you with this, but um, I would submit that application um, based on your 2020 or 2021 tax return so that that Social Security that puts you over the top won't be considered.
0: How about that, Cheryl?
3: Oh, okay. So then okay, so 2021 it was on there, but I could go I could go against my 2020 which was that put me under.
1: That's right. You can use your 2020 income tax return.
0: I have another question. So, uh, and Ray, correct me if I'm wrong. Cheryl says she has 9,000 left, so that could get wiped away in theory if everything works. Um, Cheryl, did you pay during the pandemic on your loan or have you paused it since it paused?
3: I I started initially But then I paused about a year ago.
0: Could uh, Ray, and then this is to Mm -hmm. other people and other questions. Isn't there something about getting refunds up to maybe the 10K if you did pay during the pandemic?
1: Yes. So if you have direct loans and you are making payments during the COVID CARES Act forbearance, which started March 20th uh, or March 13th of 2020, any payment that you made from that period of time, you can have refunded to you but of course that will add to the balance of your loan right so in your case it might not be a good idea because once they do apply the forgiveness then you're going to have a zero balance
0: i see but if
1: you get the money refunded that you made the the payments that you made if you get those refunded then that might put you you know you might um be you know at 11 or 12 thousand and then find yourself with a student loan balance Uh, even though i see what i mean so, yep. yeah you just have to be kind of careful okay. how you how you proceed but um but that's great. sounds like you are gonna have the the balance forgiven,
0: yeah Cheryl sometimes I say I see I see to Ray, but i but I don't, but I know I'm just <laughs> gonna call her on Monday and she'll explain it to me and and you can do the yeah, same can thing, I Cheryl have a phone number oh, you sure can here it comes. you ready for it yeah three one two 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 nine four eighty nine eighty nine Eighty nine, eighty nine. Yeah, it's the Chicago okay. zip code, the tri state tollway, Dicka Dicka. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: And that was John Williams. I got to give him credit. You so much. Hey, Cheryl, have a good one. Thanks for working in healthcare. Okay, uh, Ray, thank you for helping people out. And you know, honestly, people can call you if they are so confused and have no idea, right? Like if someone's listening to this, they're like, I don't know. I need to walk through this. They can call you.
1: Yes, absolutely give us a call and we also really like to do pre-debt planning. So if you have kids in high school, junior, senior year, now's a good time to put together a roadmap and strategy so you know exactly how you can pay for your kids' college and what exactly the payments will look like or if you'll get forgiveness over and above this new Biden executive forgiveness. So Yes.
0: All things student loans, give us a call. We have a couple more texts here. 773, why is it always the public sector workers that are getting the help? Well, that's the law that was written. I can answer that for you. Where's the private sector help? Well, this would be the private sector help, right, Ray?
1: Yes, that's true. And here's another interesting thing. So the Biden administration has proposed making um, people's loans forgivable after people in the private sector have been making payments for 10 years as well. So normally the rule is if you're in the public sector and you make 10 years of payments, the balance of your loans plus all that interest gets forgiven tax-free. Now what they're trying to do is potentially make it the same rule for people who work in the private sector. So if you've been making payments under, you know, one of these plans for 10 years, then you would also be eligible to have your loans forgiven. The catch is is that that would be considered taxable income. Ah. So they would send a 1099 to the IRS, and you might have to pay income taxes on that. Not if you're public sector, but if you're private sector. And that hasn't happened yet.
0: That's not not yet. Okay. Uh, Exactly. One last question. I think this is important because I'm someone that loses passwords, and I have no idea who I owe what. 708, where do you go to find out who holds your student loans now? They've changed hands a couple times over the pandemic. I bet there's people saying, I don't even know what website to go to.
1: Yes, this is a great question. And don't all go there at one time because this website is already totally overworked but it's the government's website it's the department of ed's website which is studentaid.gov you have to create an account and they'll verify your account and then once you've verified your account so don't forget to write down your username and password and the security questions that they ask you and the answers that you gave to those security questions but then once you've done all of that all of your federal loans will populate in there and you can click on and see all the details of your loans what type of federal student loan it was, when it was dispersed, the interest rate, all that good stuff is in that website. That's studentaid.gov.
0: And financialrelief.com is where you can go to talk to Ray. 312-294-8989. Ray, take a, take a day off, okay?
1: Thank you so much, done Anytime.
0: We'll talk soon.